The time is four o'clock on a Thursday, which means time for another edition of Everything Under the Sun here on KDNK. I'm your host, Raleigh Burley, and joining me are two folks from CLEAR. First, we have Martin Bonzi, who is the Transportation Program Manager. Hey, Raleigh, how are you? Really doing well. Thanks, Martin. Good to see you. We also have Morgan Hill, Associate Director of Clean Energy for the Region. Hi, Raleigh. Thanks for having us. Thank you both for being here today. And we're kind of using an article that it was published a few weeks ago as a jumping off point, um, but about the Third Street Center installing some new fast chargers um, and how this relates to the electrification of our region and the work that CLEAR is doing to make that switch happen as fast as possible, essentially. Um, So let's just begin a little bit with uh, a little background on each of you. Maybe, Morgan, if you wanted to start by sharing what got you into this kind of work and what makes you passionate about it. Sure. Well, I have lived in the Roaring Fork Valley um, since about 1999. And so I'm super passionate about this area. I love to recreate outdoors, um, skiing and biking. And um, I got really passionate about the environment and climate when I was in college and um, majored in environmental studies at CU Boulder and just really um, feel super fortunate that I um, get to do something I'm so passionate about for my job. And um, I really I have 11 years of experience working for um, local governments doing environmental health. And it's been a really neat transition to work for a nonprofit. I love working in Carbondale. Um, I live in Glenwood Springs. And um, so I've, I've been with CLEAR um, just since December, but already really diving in on a lot of our big programs. I am the lead for Garfield Clean Energy, um, which is a collaborative that we'll talk more about later. All right. Thank you, mm-hmm. Morgan, for being here. And Martin, what got you involved with this kind of work? Yeah, so I'm originally from Argentina. I was born and raised there in northern Patagonia. And I studied economics in the University of Buenos Aires. And first of all, I, I didn't know which part of economics I want to focus on. and But then I realized there was um, energy economics, and that, that really intrigued me. Um, so I started specializing in that, energy economics. Uh, I worked in the renewable energy industry for a while um, on solar and microhydro, um, energy efficiency, and environmental policy. And then, um, yeah, working with Clear is amazing because I get to work on something that I'm really passionate about, which is decarbonizing transportation. So I'm really enjoying my time in Clear. I, I joined last year in July, so um, a little over six months with Clear. Mm-hmm. And CLEAR uh, is an acronym for Clean Energy Economy for the Region, a nonprofit with offices at the Third Street Center. Um, and so this was kind of a cool project where uh, the benefits were really directly apparent. Um, I spoke with Colin Laird for the article, and, and he was describing how the Third Street Center really enjoys pushing the edge and offering uh the opportunity for experimentation um, as it will benefit people in the society. So it was a really good fit. Um, and then it also really worked out that CLEAR has their offices in the Third Street Center and could help secure the grant money to make this possible because 
we all see that switching to an electric vehicle, for example, comes at a cost. But maybe, Martine, you could tell us a little bit more about the programs that exist that, that make it less painful than we might think. Yeah, so thankfully, the state of Colorado is very progressive and has lots of funding um, for this transition. So we're really lucky to um, you know, be here in Colorado with those programs. So the Third Suite Center tapped into a program called Charge Ahead Colorado, um, and that's open really to municipalities, private businesses, multifamily housing complexes, um, and it provides funds to install charging stations. So that's what um, Third Street Center used. Um, and there's different programs also that we help, um, you know, connect entities with. But, yeah, basically that's we're very fortunate to have that because that those financial incentives um, really make the case for this infrastructure to be deployed and installed. And that really helps the average person uh, consider purchasing an EV and and making that transition and and there's many many benefits around having an EV um first of all it's it's better for the environment you know there are zero emission vehicles so they reduce the emissions while, while you are using them um and overall during their whole life lifetime they are reducing um emissions compared to a regular um, gas car and then there's also savings um for people who who purchase them so Nowadays, you know, they might seem a little bit expensive. The industry is bringing those prices down. Innovation is making them more convenient and having more charging infrastructure is also making that transition smoother. So over time, we're going to see them more and more around. And, you know, that's, um, yeah, you basically you, you're, you're going to be saving money by getting an, an EV. Um, so that's that's really, really great, too. And then, you know, in, in many cases, for example, the third tooth center, the energy is being produced by solar so you know you're generating the the electricity there on the side that's powering your transportation needs whereas with a regular car you know maybe that that all is coming from um you know it's being imported from other countries or coming from far away so that's another really good benefit for a regional economy and as the transportation manager how many counties are you working with so for this program called Recharge, um, I'm working on 14 counties wow. across northwestern Colorado, and Garfield is one of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I really have projects all around the area. <clears throat> so, you know, not just this valley, but also Steamboat Springs and Montrose and Grand Junction, Uray, Summit County, Eagle. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty broad territory. Um, but it clear also works on other pro- um, programs that are statewide. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, we offer grants to replace diesel equipment with zero or low emissions equivalents. Uh, and that's a really cool program that um, any entity from Colorado can apply for. Um, so it, it's exciting to have kind of a regional and a state um, influence on these topics. Yeah, it's amazing the impact that CLEAR is having. And we know the town of Carbondale contracts CLEAR and works closely with CLEAR on things like building codes and um, really helping Carbondale be on the edge of these improvements. Um, But then beyond our town, having a statewide impact and existing all around the region. um, And then also you brought it up, Morgan, about the Garfield Clean Energy. Um, Would you call it a program or? 
We call it a, a collaborative. Okay. So there are nine members in Garfield Clean Energy that include um, the six municipalities in Garfield County and Garfield County itself. Colorado Mountain College is also a member in addition to RAFTA. And um, we also have Holy Cross Energy as an affiliate member. Um, and we have, we have a few other partner organizations that, that join us from, from time to time as well. Um, but Garfield Clean Energy has been around um, since about 2012. And um, it's, it's just a really neat partnership that these local governments come together around these common goals mm-hmm. um, to benefit the local economy. Um, and we, in the last year, have updated our energy action plan. So that plan was originally written in 2017. And um, there was a, a number of meetings of a task force as well as GCE members to um, create some new goals as well as some really concrete strategies around those goals that focus on implementation. And you did uh, bring some of those. Uh, if you'd like to present them, and I remember a meeting where they were presented to the trustees and uh, it was noted how ambitious the goals are and in some cases like we're more ambitious than what the town was doing at the time i'm not sure if that's changed but sure so one of our main goals is energy savings and um the goal here really is to make buildings more energy efficient and buildings um comprise a huge portion of um, the energy and greenhouse gas emissions um, in our community. And saving energy in buildings also saves people money. It makes our homes more comfortable, and having more money in our pockets stimulates the local economy. Um, It can create clean jobs in in doing this energy efficiency work. So we have a goal of um, 12% total energy savings by 2030 in the building sector, and we've got num- a number of programs that we're working on to do that. We have the Re-Energize program that, um, based on income qualifications, gives rebates for energy efficiency upgrades in homes. Um, that includes weatherization, insulation, blinds. Sometimes it can include upgrading appliances. And then um, another goal that we have is carbon-free electricity. And a lot of the work around um, that sector is um, partnerships with our utility companies. And they're already making great progress on um, adopting a lot of renewable energy or implementing that into our energy portfolio. Um, And some of that can also, from our end, include work in on-site solar installations. So we've had a Solarize program in the past and are continuing to look into options for locally produced clean energy. Um, and another goal that we have is uh, uh, around clean mobility. And Martina, I don't know if you want to elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, we're we're pursuing having 15% um, of our vehicles registered in Garfield County to be zero emission electric by 2030. And, you know, 15% might not sound like a lot, but it actually means 20 times more electric vehicles than we currently have. So, you know, it's it's a big challenge, but at the same time, um, as I was saying before, the industry is moving there. We see them more and more often, and it's going to be more and more convenient and more um, beneficial for people to adopt them. So we, we believe we, we will be able to meet that, that goal and exceed it. Um, but then we also have a goal around... Um, you know, increasing mode share so that people are using transit more often, are biking more and walking, because in the end, um, you know, that's that's the, the best way, the most efficient way to proceed with transportation is really the mode share and um, 
and biking and, and walking and, and using transit. That's the way that we really did reduce emissions the most. Mm-hmm. And then we have another goal just around reducing greenhouse gas emissions. So a lot of that will come from the work that we're already doing in that energy efficiency and carbon-free electricity. But then we've also identified a goal um, to reduce um, by 10% the emissions um, of natural gas by 2030. And then finally, we have a goal of economic development and clean jobs. And um, again, some of that is a little bit of a natural outflow of the work that we're already doing, but just really emphasizing that there's a lot of benefit in, a, in so many ways um, to be doing this work in the community. And just to speak to what the town of Carbondale is doing, uh, Dave Reed, who also works for CLEAR, wrote uh, a really informative article for the Sober Sun um, about what the trustees adopted in the fall of 2022. And uh, this included that by 2030, every new building permitted by the town will be required to be net zero and that the new buildings will be all electric and get 100% of their electricity from renewable sources. As a consequence, new gas hookups will be banned by 2030. And um, new buildings is obviously a priority, but then there's all the all the buildings that currently exist and have gas hookups and uh, old appliances. And so it sounds like Clear is also keeping their eyes on what's going on with that and how we can help people make their homes more energy efficient. Certainly. And we have um, actually expanded the um, income qualification for the Reenergize program to 100% or 150% of area median income. Um, And we also help people um, in other income levels get access to CARE and WAP. WAP is uh, Weatherization Assistance Program funding Hmm. um, to do a lot of that work. And another thing that we have really emphasized at CLEAR is keeping the the pulse on funding opportunities for exactly what you talked about. Um, The Inflation Reduction Act is going to provide a lot of funding for electrification, electrification of appliances, transitioning from natural gas to heat pumps. Um, So we're definitely making sure that we are going to be maximizing those opportunities for when that funding becomes available. Well, for anybody just tuning in, uh, this is Everything Under the Sun. I'm Raleigh Burley. And joining me are Martine Bonzi and Morgan Hill, both of whom work for CLEAR. Um, Martine, you were telling me earlier that there will be a ride and drive event for electric vehicles coming up uh, later in June, June 4th in Glenwood Springs. Yeah, that's correct. And we're really excited because those events are very impactful because, you know, people get to try EVs for the first time and, and that's a really powerful experience. Once you, you try them, um, I'm, I'm sure you're going to really like them. So, um, you know, hopefully that's going to encourage you to, in the future, try to, to get an, an electric vehicle and, um, and adopt them. So, yeah, that's on, on July 4th. It's going to be in the Glenwood Springs Community Center um, between 1 and 4 p.m. And, and it, there's going to be also a workshop there around electric vehicles and charging infrastructure and and available incentives for both. Um, We're we're planning on that workshop to be in Spanish um, so that we can reach all of our um, Spanish-speaking audience here in the Valley. Um, As I said before, I'm from Argentina, so I'm a native Spanish speaker, so I'm excited to to provide that that workshop and 
Um, and yeah, we're, we're hoping to not just have electric vehicles on that EV ride and drive, but also have some e-bikes so that people can try them too and think like, well, maybe, you know, I don't need to drive to the grocery store. Or I don't need to drive to school or, or to work. Maybe I can just bike. And, you know, maybe the, an e-bike is it's just what you need to make the difference, you know, so that you you bike inst- instead of driving, um, which is much healthier for you and for all of us um, and the environment. So, um, yeah, we're really excited about that and hoping to be a, a really excellent event. And we'll be sharing some um, some of the you know, flyers and communication materials in the next few months so that all of our community is aware of this event and hopefully they come and they get to try an, an EV and uh, maybe an e-bike and, you know, have some fun. And was that June 4th or July 4th? June 4th. June 4th. Okay, great. And there will be plenty of promotional material, as you spoke about. Um, so, and... Also part of the article was that you have an assistant now working with you, Martin, that the workload is such that now there's a, another person who's joined you in the office. And um, if you wanted to speak about that and, and also maybe Morgan more generally about the ways in which um, the state funding and the federal funding and and this transition is going to create more jobs in this sector. Yeah. So, yeah, I can get started. And, you know, that was uh, a blessing, really, to have Mary Harland join our team. Um, She's uh, an awesome local who is working on her Ph.D. in sustainability education and and really committed to all of these topics. So um, we're really grateful to have her in our team. And, yes, there's a lot of programs right now that we're working at Clear on transportation. So we, we really needed some extra capacity and so that's why Mary joined us and um, having her and, you know, that increased capacity really helped uh, me and our team just in general um, be able to do more outreach, um, provide, you know, more events, more opportunities um, to to do this work. And so we're working on, I was saying before, this recharge contract and providing incentives from the state for um, charging stations projects um, across the region but also on the, you know, replacing the diesel equipment that I was also mentioning, where we provide some um, pretty generous grants to replace that equipment with zero and low emission equivalents. Um, Also helping school districts in our region um, apply for state and federal funding to adopt electric school buses. Um, And and really, yeah, just a a lot of work. So having that increased capacity is is really a blessing, and um, we're really excited about this. Sure. So um, I mentioned the Inflation Reduction Act and um, that $800 million is um, going to be available to entities like us and um, all over the country to um, implement some of these clean jobs, do a lot of this work to transition to a clean energy economy. And um, we'll be, again, making sure that we are optimizing that funding. But one challenge is workforce is is tough for a lot of different sectors right now. Um, and so we are um, have identified that we need to be supporting that for clean energy work, for our energy efficiency upgrades in homes. Um, and then also it's a, um, important to highlight our work in uh, building code adoption. So you mentioned that Town of Carbondale is working on that, but there is some statewide legislation around energy and building codes. 
And um, we need to make sure that we have the workforce at the local level for local governments to implement those codes. Um, so there is funding available that we're, we're interested in for that. Um, and the state is the state of Colorado is looking at that as well um, to make sure that we locally have the capacity to implement those codes and and to really operate um, and enforce them um, at, at the local level for local building departments. Um, so again, identifying that buildings consume a lot of electricity and produce a lot of greenhouse gas emissions that making them more efficient, having them be ready to um, be all electric and um, making sure, like I said, that they're efficient is, is going to be really important. And I want to go back to something Martin mentioned about um, one of the transportation goals and how there is the technology component of this and um, new installations, new things. Uh, but then there's also just um, changing our lifestyle if we can and, and deciding to bike more or walk places um, or thinking about, do I need to use the dryer? Is it a warm enough day that I can hang my clothes out on the line? Um, if either of you want to speak to like those things, obviously Clear is doing really important work and, and it seems that work is is um, aligned with a lot of the goals that are state and our federal government is moving towards as well. Um, the whole greening of the grid I've heard say, um, is going to make it less important for like individuals to have solar panels when the energy as a whole is going to be greener, um, and not from coal fired plants. Uh, but what about those just daily, the things that we can do, um, with zero money that might make a difference? Yeah, well, I mean, you were mentioning kind of um, some really important ones, you know, like biking and walking. Um, those are really important, you know, ways to move around in our community. Raleigh, I, I saw you this morning biking to the office and I was like, yay, Raleigh, champ. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that, that's awesome because um, it could be just as easy to drive your car. And But, you know, you, you are biking. I'm sure you're getting the benefits of it, um, not just, you know, physically, but also mm -hmm. mentally and um, so yeah, you're saving money, you're reducing emissions. So I would say in transportation, you know, taking advantage of that. And then I, I mentioned earlier, um, transit, you know, we're very blessed to have Rafta in this valley. Um, the BRT system is amazing. Um, so, you know, thinking about like, well, do I need to drive to Aspen or Glenwood or, you know, maybe I can just take the bus today. And, um, you know, it's, it's very convenient, uh, affordable, so, you know, we're we're blessed again to, to have that option here. Mm -hmm. So those, you know, changing some daily habits could, could um, you know, be good for, for overall the economy and our community and our pockets as well. And our personal health. I like that and you brought that health, in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, biking's fun. <laughs> um, yeah, and another thing that we we have we offer that program re-energize as well as care and wap funding for buildings to make your home more energy efficient um there are some solutions that may be easier than people think to make your home more energy efficient and comfortable um energy efficient blinds actually um can help keep your home warmer as mm -hmm. well as reduce your energy consumption and they're they're not that expensive compared to other energy efficiency upgrades you know paying attention to um your 
natural gas and, and your heat in your home or depending on how your home is heated. Um, and just if you have that programmable thermostat to make sure it's got the right settings. Um, so those are just some pretty easy steps that folks can take to, to make their homes more efficient. And like you said, if you can dry your clothes outside or even indoors, um, rather than running the dryer, um, just paying attention to that kind of thing as well. Yeah, that makes me think of just closing the blinds at night, you know. It's oh, totally. so simple, but maybe there are people who don't think about the way that the heat will escape um, otherwise, and then opening those in the daytime to g- take advantage of that solar heat. Absolutely. We are uh, about at time. We have maybe three minutes left if each of you want to provide closing thoughts. Sure. Um, Well, we're just so happy to be able to talk with you today about the programs that Clean Energy Economy for the region, um, or CLEAR, does, as well as Garfield Clean Energy. And um, obviously, Martine and I are are very passionate about this work, but we have a team of of eight people, um, and nine including a bookkeeper, that um, are really dedicated to making sure that our community of Garfield County um, and regionally are... um, healthy and we're protecting the environment and um again promoting a clean economy so um we're again just grateful to be able to talk with you and let the community community know about the work that we do yeah i i would do that but um you know also add that it's a really exciting time to be alive in terms of transportation and how things are changing so fast and that we're always open to connecting with people answering questions um helping you know, think about purchasing an EV or, or, or whatever really it is. We're always, um, you know, open to, to that and also helping businesses and municipalities take advantage of these funding sources. Um, we are happy to provide that support that many times is needed. So feel free to reach out to us and all of our team is happy to support our, our community and beyond on, on you know, having a, a more healthy um, environment and more energy efficient lifestyle and is it c-l-e-e-r dot org um clean energy economy dot net dot net okay glad i clarified (laughs) clean energy economy dot net um and and um we have a, a garfield clean energy website as well okay yeah well thank you so much morgan and martine i really appreciate you being here today and the work that you're doing for our community and the world great thanks so much for having us Yep, thank you, Raleigh. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Stay tuned for the Colorado Sun Show coming up next here on KDNK.